welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Okay, hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, privet, and you know what? I'll just stop there for right now. It's so good to be with you again. And you know what? I know you'll be really, really happy you have joined us today because we have a very cool guest. And our guest today is Stevie Marie, who's the founder of the Redesigned Empire and a servant to humanity. I think that is so cool. Welcome, Stevie. Hello, Samia. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited and I can't even tell you how much I love the introduction to welcoming your audience onto this podcast. You are brilliant that you know how to say hello in that many languages. That's what I'm assuming you were saying, of course. (laughs) Yes, that's right. And I was actually trying to remember more ways to say hello, but then I started blanking. I was like, whoa, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Ah, Very cool. Yes. Stevie, please tell us more about who you are and what you do. I would be more than happy to share. So again, Samia, thank you so much for having me a part of your podcast. Uh, My intention here with you and your audience today is to provide you guys with some value and nuggets um, that you can, you know, kind of sit in and stew in when it comes to creating some really disruptive change and stepping into that powerful leadership role that the leader or, you know, that the world so desperately needs. Uh, A little bit about me. So I reside in Alberta, Canada. I have lived in Canada my whole entire life. I have over 20 years of experience in sales and leadership development. And I have been building my brand online, The Redesigned Empire, along with myself as a personal brand. Uh, full-time for the last five years. I also um, currently practice high-performance coaching uh, within my own business, and then I do do some collaborative work with a Fortune 5000 company located out of the United States. I focus heavily in content creation, um, marketing, sales, and of course, um, embodying the habits and rituals that are required in order to lead by example and be the leader that I personally believe that the world so desperately needs, needs, especially when it comes to um, the awakening of, you know, the divine feminine lead per se. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and what I'm all about. And I'm really excited to to be here with you today. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And you're definitely talking to the right 
people, uh, you know, because we are a community of change makers. So we love creating change, not just in our lives, but in the world. So definitely when it comes to uh, being service, being in service to humanity, like you are, when it comes mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, using the work that we do as a vehicle for change, we are all about that. And, you know, when, when you're doing this kind of work, you know, for sure, uh, knowing something about how to put yourself out there in a really powerful way so people can connect to your vision, mm -hmm. your message, that is so essential. Um, yes. I think you are a perfect guest for our show. Thank you and welcome again for being here. Thank you. Ah, so what would you say is like one of the big um, challenges that you see your clients struggling with when we think about, um, you know, being a bold leader and um, being disruptive at change? Um, that's a really great question. I I think that a lot of people um, struggle with very, very similar issues. We're a lot more similar than I than I believe that we may think that we are. A lot of the times we think that we fight this lone battle, especially within entrepreneurship. Um, however, connecting, collaborating, and creating community is very, very powerful. So we can always rely on that type of support. So outside of that, I would have to say that some of the biggest things that I find that people struggle with would be visibility and then allowing for themselves to step into more of their vulnerability and their authenticity, which is going to allow for them to step more into that creative flow and cultivate and create content that's actually going to, you know, speak to their audience, connect to them on an, on an emotional level and um, really, really focus on creating connections. So those would be the biggest things that I find people struggle with. Yeah, I agree with you, especially when it comes to the visibility piece. I remember when I was um, writing my book, by the way, it's the same name as my podcast, Make Change When and Easy. Um, the way that I sort of structured it was, um, you know, first I talk about how do you create change at a personal level? Because, you know, my basic philosophy and pedagogy for creating change is that it has to start with you and then, you know, um, mm -hmm. move out uh, to helping other people and helping the world. And, um, and, and, and so I start with that, but then, you know, I talk about, okay, once you have made the personal change, then how do you transition to creating social change? How do you become a leader in a social context and uh, there's a lot of overlap uh, in terms of the skills that we use for personal change and social change. But there are some unique aspects to creating social change that most of us, we have never had training in. We don't have any um, experience with because these are not that you necessarily learn in school or even in college. I know I didn't. Uh, no. Because these um, environments in school and college are generally trained, uh, are generally training you to basically go become an employee and work for someone else. So it's like mm -hmm. someone else's problem to figure out how to be a great leader, and you just 
uh, are being trained to be a great follower. Um, and creating visibility for yourself, I find is one of those very critical skills that you must master as a change maker at a social level. And most people, um, you know, really struggle with that, especially, you know, in my community of change makers, a lot of us are coaches and trainers and healers. Mm -hmm. We get into this work because we are so passionate about the walk, but we don't have any experience with with the business side of it or the visibility, mm-hmm. how to create the visibility side of things. And so, you know, we have great content, but to get it to people uh, becomes a big challenge uh, to get eyeballs and, you know, the, the ears to listen um, becomes a big challenge. So I'd love for you to uh, talk more about how we can make it more fun and easy. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Absolutely. Um, so one of the favorite, one of my favorite sayings currently at this time is people may love you. People may dislike you, but if the people forget you, you're done. Mm. and um that is the power of visibility as you know people that are gaining that online attention regardless of what niche you're in if you're a coach consultant uh va uh, content creator even somebody that perhaps is you know also working a nine to five but they work commission sales and they still need to be promoting themselves Mm. um making sure that you are okay (laughs) This is so, so, so important. Success is based on two things. Number one, your ability to receive feedback. And number two is your willingness to be disliked. Mm. So when we are creating change and when we're being disruptive, it is coming from the self-core first, which is why, you know, and I quote Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone says that entrepreneurship is spiritual evolution. Mm-hmm. And um, it requires for you to have a level of awareness of self, because in order to, you know, have radical honesty with oneself, you know, where can we make our own personal adjustments? Where can we pivot? Where can we grow? What do we need to let go of? What's not serving us, et cetera, and so forth. Um, we need to have a level of radical honesty. Yeah. And, you know, for most people, that's a very, very difficult transition because it's forcing you to look at dark parts of yourself 
that, you know, have been conditioned on to you from society, the environments that you've grown into, your parents, your grandparents, political reviews, uh, religious reviews, you name it, you got it. So I believe that the work that, um, you know, female leaders in particular, because female leaders naturally lean more into a healing aspect of service. Mm -hmm. We're natural nurturers. We're directly connected to source energy. Women are more sensitive to frequency. Women are very, very powerful. And, you know, you have men who are very logical and grounded and strategic. And that's very good of our male counterparts to be that way. While we as women can naturally flow, create, create connection a lot quicker, actually, than men can heal, feel understand have compassion and empathy and um <clears throat> you know for us to step into that space of radiance and power and divinity um you know for for most women especially in particular it it requires for us to come to a place of feeling safe yeah in order for us to feel safe what does that look like? And and that usually comes from safety from within, you know, knowing who you are, why you do what you do, who you serve, why you're serving them and connecting yourself to, you know, a, a grander mission at bay. Um, and that really comes with doing the work uh, that comes with personal development, that comes with taking action, that that comes with listening to very valuable podcasts like this, getting yourself in front of very successful people so that you can build the skill set of confidence. Confidence isn't a personality trait. People aren't just confident. People build confidence by doing brave things over and over and over again until they embody that as a state of being. And the state of being, it not doing, right? Human being over human doing, the state of being is really where our power is because we can unapologetically step into a space to be like, this is what I believe is right. This is what I believe is wrong. This is what I believe works. And I actually don't really care, nor is it my responsibility to absorb the opinions of other people because they're just that, they're opinions. So when you finally cultivate a relationship with yourself that's so incredibly solid, ground solid, this is when you have the ability to be stepping more into your vulnerability, more into your authenticity, more into that power that really does magnetize people towards you because they can feel that radiance through you. They can feel it in your in your videos, on your podcasts, um, in your social media content, in, in any lives that you're doing, any face-to-face -face interaction, uh, that energy is, um, is very much felt. So yeah, a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you raised so many, so many excellent points. I think the issue of feeling safe is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, you know, I, I have seen that, you know, especially when women step out in the world in leadership roles and, um, in, in disruptive roles, uh, take on that disruptive role, we do need to, uh, be aware that because of a lot of sexism and misogyny that exists pretty much everywhere in the world, we do end up facing unique challenges that mm -hmm. men don't 
necessarily have to face. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. a few years ago here in America when there was the election happening uh, where Hillary Clinton uh, was running for president of the United States. Now, whatever your feelings are about her politics and about her person, um, there were some very interesting things you could observe about how women get treated differently than men um, in terms of, yeah, when they, when they step out into public life. Uh, for example, there's all this kind of focus on... Um, is she being too manly, uh, too masculine mm-hmm. in her energy? Mm-hmm. No, she needs to be more soft and gentle, but not too soft and gentle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then mm-hmm. she's perceived as weak. And right. uh, are, you know, like obsessing about what she's wearing and her looks, where, you know, um, or criticizing her for all kinds of things um, related to her personal life that. Uh, male politicians in her position like the media never talks about those things and Mm -hmm. creates an environment of hostility and um, I mean in some ways for sure like safety becomes a concern and becomes an issue and so to learn how to um, deal with that is like a huge huge thing I, I know even in my own like personal experience stepping in to my role as a change maker safety was like a huge thing for me as well because uh, you know my um, journey as a change maker started when I realized that I need to speak up about child sexual abuse I'm a survivor mm-hmm. of child sexual abuse myself mm-hmm. and I spent so much of my life hiding that from the world because I was mm-hmm. told that you must keep quiet and stay silent about it. Right. Because, uh, to, to talk about it is, brings shame to you and to your entire family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was like such a huge burden to carry. And as I healed more and more, I realized how important it is for us to talk openly about it. But to start talking about it then you start to receive all this backlash, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so safety does uh, become like a huge issue. And if you don't feel safe enough, you cannot continue the work uh, or yeah. even maybe begin the work. So, mm-hmm. wow. Um, can, wow. Can you... Uh, I mean, you already started talking a little bit about some of the aspects of, you know, what we need to like personally, um, you know, to make ourselves brave by practicing like or to practice brave action to make ourselves more confident and all those amazing, amazing things. Um, Do you have any uh, tips for you know, like at a, at a social level, um, like in the way that you do your uh, marketing and outreach, is there anything that we can do in that context to create more safety or to protect ourselves um, uh, beyond, you know, the personal development work that we do? Mm-hmm. I have one phrase for this. 
in one phrase only, and it's called the law of detachment. Mm. Not ever, and again, this is a practice because it's a practice in self-trust. So knowing full-heartedly that everything is coming at us for the reason it's supposed to, whether it's a lesson or, you know, it's feedback. I personally don't believe in failure. I think it's all just feedback. Are we in alignment with what we want? Mm. And when we know what we want as well, this also helps us to create more of an environment of safety because we can be more mindful of what we're giving our time and our energy to. Mm. Is this in alignment? Yes or no. Another thing that um, is very powerful is learning how to listen more to the body. Mm. So, you know, is this bringing up tension? Is it bringing up anxiety? Is it bringing up um, panic attacks or tension in the chest or are you fidgeting or whatever it is? Your body will literally tell you if you are in alignment or not because the body will react emotionally based on thoughts that are taking place. The body will react emotionally to be like, this isn't, this isn't an environment that makes me feel safe. Right? Yeah. So women will naturally lean into their masculine energy as a form of survival and protection of oneself because the masculine is about doing. So there's, there's a need to control a little bit here. There's a need to um, have expectations of certain things to set up like walls and whatnot. So the law of detachment, um, I actually have a really beautiful book recommendation. It's called Light is the New Black and it's by Rebecca Campbell. Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. And that is one of the most profound books that I have ever read when I was in um, a moment in my own experience and in my life of being like, you know, how do I step into this light more? You know, like, how do I serve at a deeper level? What does this look like? What's holding me back right now? Like, what am I attached to? Because Buddha even says, you know, the root of all suffering is caused from attachment. Mm. And when we're attached to something, that means that we don't trust that when you let it go, something better, grander or greater is going to be replacing that. Whether that's a relationship, whether that's a business partnership, whether it's a an offer idea of some kind, right? Like just being like, this doesn't feel good. And this is the power of women. This doesn't feel good. You're not overthinking it. <laughs> Your body is literally telling you, no, this doesn't feel good. The problem is that the majority of us love to people please because we don't want to let go of something because we feel that that thing, especially with relationships, super important, that that person is filling a void that you are unable to or, or unwilling to fill yourself. Mm. And you know, that's when we start to really go within. And this is actually why they say that relationships, any kind of relationship, it can be intimate, professional or platonic, but relationships are spiritual contracts. You know, we mirror things in each other all the time. And you can only attract people that are within the same frequency as you. You also only attract people into the belief system and the core values of who you are as well. So the thing is, is that we have control over one aspect of safety and that's cultivating safety within us. Mm. Right. So it's like, I, I know now after doing this work, right, that, you know, people are going to flow in and out and I ain't attached to nothing. 
I ain't chasing nothing. I ain't running after people. We are not here to convince anybody that we are worthy of greatness simply by existing. Never mind everything else that comes on top of that. We are not here for that. We are here to connect to that worthiness and that God's source energy, you know, life energy, sexual energy, you know, solar plexus energy. We are, you know, the whole entire name of the game is to figure out how, how to utilize that energy. And again, um, when you have people that continuously have those difficult conversations and practice the art of responding over reacting and not being attached to everything. And, you know, sometimes we actually receive things that we wanted to receive, but it, we didn't receive it the way we expected to receive it. And then we start to stack evidence around certain things as to why we're not worthy to be seen or visible or who's going to listen to me or, you know, I'm not worthy of love and the list goes on and on and on. So it's a matter of being attached to absolutely nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing and just taking it as feedback. And with that, you actually develop more confidence on making decisions and that will come across in all things, including marketing and content creation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Ah, that is very cool. That is very good. Cool. That is so true. You're right. We don't have control on of anything that are ourselves. Yeah, beyond what what happens within yeah. us. And it's so it's it, it's like if you try to control things that are not in fact within your control, mm-hmm. you actually end up creating stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get pushback, right? Your yes. feedback will be pushback. Yeah. Wrong way. No, not in alignment. No. Right. Like it'll, you'll mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, so tell me more about the feedback um, because you mentioned this earlier also that it's really important for us to be open to feedback. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, at another point, you know, we were talking about, um, or you, you mentioned something along the lines of, you know, um, uh, not being so concerned with the opinions of other people. So how do you distinguish between when you're receiving feedback that you need to listen to and the opinions of people that are not for you to absorb? Um, open to feedback, body feedback, first and foremost, is definitely a thing, right? Uh, there is power in the presence of being present, mm. big power in that. Uh, when it comes to the opinions of others, don't you dare be taking opinions from anybody that doesn't have what you want, first and foremost. If they don't have the relationships that, you know, you wish to experience, they don't live the lifestyle you wish to experience. They don't have the business connections or whatever it is or you know how to make wealth or build something or whatever their opinion is simply a reflection of what they are comfortable with or what they are not comfortable with so we need to learn how to be more grounded like trees trees are grounded deep within their foundation with their root system right they're rooted they're grounded so then when the wind comes life people's opinions um, some, you know, negative feedback per se, uh, maybe tro- trolls or haters on social media, you know, like whatever level you're playing at. But when we receive these things or criticism would be another, when we receive this, we need to act like the tree in the wind, 
right? So the wind is all this stuff coming at us and we just need to be in flow and just let it go through you and not hold on to it because then that'll help condition you to who it is that you are based on other people's crap, right? Not everything is ours to hold on to. We can be very selective of what we choose to hold on to. So, um, and that makes you powerful. Oh, does that ever make you a powerful person, right? You, you'll actually, like, you won't even find yourself hardly in situations when you're in practice of being rooted where you are receiving negative feedback or criticism or, or whatever that looks like. Um, however, different levels are going to be testing you in different ways. You know, like if you can't take some heat on social media from strangers that don't even know who you are, okay? <laughs> they don't know who you are. They are consuming your content. They're living their own experience. They're, um, they might be triggered by something that has happened to them that has never occurred to you or ever been brought to your attention or knowledge. It's based on what their beliefs are. And we're all so incredibly different. So mm. the thing is, is that, you know, you can never, ever, ever get attached <laughs> to anything like that, because when you give people that ability, you're giving your power away completely. If you know who you are, you know what you stand for, you are grounded within your own identity. That is the only thing that matters. And you will always attract the right people who are supposed to be impacted by how disruptive you are, your catalyst of being changed, and they will want to be a part of that movement. And that's where the authenticity will come into play as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. It's, I, I love, uh, you keep going back to, you know, listening to your own body because mm -hmm. I do believe also just like you, Stevie, that our bodies have so much wisdom that they hold. And a lot of times, you know, what, what is happening is that our conscious mind is not able to keep up with all the flow of information and this and that that you know is constantly being thrown at us but our subconscious mind our body takes in all the information processes it processes it and um and then it gives you those signals and clues about what is best for you. Uh, what is best for you uh, in terms of the decisions that you make, the actions that you take. Uh, and if you listen to your body um, and, and the feelings that, you know, your body generates to help you pay attention to it. Um you will end up taking the right actions for you. And Always. I mean, you know, and isn't that really the most important thing that you're taking the right actions for you and trusting that because ultimately we are all interconnected and interdependent. If I'm doing what's right for me, I'm also doing what's right for everyone around me. Exactly. It's like yeah. by putting myself in, in, um, in danger or in stress or in a situation that's not good and healthy for me um i really cannot create happiness and health and prosperity and wealth for other people either i mean in the short term it might seem otherwise but in the long term that certainly won't be true and even in the short term if if we have a big picture perspective on what's going on with us with our lives even in the short term we will see that um 
compromising our authenticity, our values, our inner peace, our happiness um, doesn't help anyone else either. Not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So. Hmm. It, uh, how? Oh, tell me a little bit more about some specific like programs or um, things that you work on with your clients that our listeners might be like, ah, I would love Stevie to help me in that way. Also, how like uh, when people reach out to you. Um, what is uh, like a particular if there's any particular program that you have that you would love for them to know about um uh, you know or just tell us more about how more how you can help our our listeners so they can yeah, absolutely more inspired to reach out to you for sure well anybody is welcome to follow me on social media of course um, on Facebook, it's Stevie Marie. On Instagram, it's the Stevie Marie. Uh, I'm on TikTok and other platforms as well, but those links are very easy to find on my Facebook profile. Um, I work with people in a variety of different ways, all the way from one-on-one coaching to ongo- ongoing group programs. The Redesigned Empire, the brand specifically fo- um, helps redesign the way that people think, the way that they move, the way they show up, and the way that they lead themselves before they can lead others. We can't lead others until we lead ourselves. So I have an abundance of support that is available to anybody who is interested in redesigning their mindset, their marketing and sales strategies, and their influence and leadership development. Um, That is the whole entire movement and intention behind our brand. And uh, yeah, there's a variety of ways that we can support you. So... Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Stevie. Thank you. Thank you, Samia. Yes. I'm so happy we got to connect. And I will remind all of our listeners to please make sure you check the show notes because we will drop Stevie's links in there so you can connect with her for help and support whenever you're ready for it and whenever you want it and need it. So until we connect next time, I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy.